This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Good morning, Tom and Cecil. This is Graham Todd from funny Richmond, Virginia. You know, I'm listening to the current episode. I believe right now it's 281. And we're listening to, the, uh, you know, I'm listening to the, uh, the Michelle Bachman uh, segment saying that um, that competition is something that is very biblical, that, you know, that the lack of competition is not biblical. Now, I don't know if these people speaking have read the Ten Commandments, but, you know, there are two commandments to talk about uh, coveting, one about your neighbor's goods and the other about your neighbor's wife. Now, in this case, I'm going to be referring to the neighbor's wife, or sorry, the, uh, <laughs> the your neighbor's goods coveting thing, because coveting, as we all know, means to want or to envy. Now, if you want something your neighbor has, you are going to work harder to get it. That kind of sounds like competition to me. So the Bible is expressly, expressly condemning competition, also kind of capitalism. So, you know, just a thought. Glory hole, guys. Have a wonderful day. Yeah, so we all know what a Santorum is, but did you know that at Trump? is when someone shits on your chest and puts an American flag and sparklers in it. Yeah, that's what a Trump is. Glory hole. All right, Canadian haters. I've listened enough about you two clowns making fun of Canadians. I have a question. Why does your national anthem start describing a blind Mexican? Jose, can you see? Glory hole, motherfucker. advise that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome at. This is episode 282, and this Cecil finally feels like a proper studio. It does, it does. This is Glory Hole Studios 2. It, or three. Three? Three. Three. This is Glorial Studios Part 3. This is 3.0. Three po- <laughs> this is the beta yeah. beta version? Yeah. Yeah. And so we're here, and it's it's awesome. It sounds great. Uh, we're getting a little echo still, but it's okay. We're going to work our way through it eventually. We're getting a couple of things changed around in here as slowly as we go. Uh, but we wanted to record here because it's just so much quieter, just such better vibe. And I'm nowhere near as high. I know. Like, I, that's one thing that I think, you know, we're going to have to supplement with bourbon. Well, I think. Uh, twist my yeah. arm, good <laughs> sir. We posted images of our new studio on Facebook. We did. And, uh, like, two people talked about the studio, and everybody else talked about the pizza. The pizza. <laughs> I, I, you know, here's the thing, guys. That pizza was fucking delicious. Yeah, that pizza was amazing. We got we posted a picture of pizza. People were giving us shit like, that's not a pizza. It's burnt. Like, that's the fucking point. Like, yeah. the edges are crispy and motherfucking delicious. Yeah, yeah. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. We, we have an audience where more people know what animal feces looks like <laughs> than what a proper pizza looks like. 
they're like, like they're like sauce is on the top. My mind Whoa. is blown. It's amazing. It's so funny to read the comments. And people will be like, that looks like shit. And you're like, yeah, dude, you, have you would no rub it on your nipples. You literally have no <laughs> idea. You would fuck that pizza. You would fuck that pizza. And people were like, also talking about uh, uh, Lou Malnati's. Yeah. They're like, oh, Lou Malnati's. Like, oh, if you, if you can't afford Lou Malnati's, like, no, no, no. This pizza mouth fucks Lou Malnati's. <laughs> it, it fucking, it like two hand fists Lou Malnati's. Oh, like one in the ass, one in the oh, pussy. God, like one so, of those. Jesus yeah. Christ. Like where you shake hands in the middle. Oh, like one God. of those. <laughs> that's what it does to Lou Malnati's. It's a fissure creator. Yeah. Like that's what that is, right? Like it's like this is, it's, you gotta sew it back up when you're done. Uh, that's. God yeah, damn. and then you get people from Idaho that are like, "Oh, that's not a pizza." Look, okay, I trust that you know carbs, Idaho. Okay, <laughs> I understand that I trust that you know carbs very well, right. but it's not a fucking potato, <laughs> and it's not a cracker with fucking ketchup on it, or whatever you call <laughs> Papa John's or whatever that shit is. I would put the pizza we had the other night up against any pizza. any pizza. Any I, would, pizza. I just would. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's there is no way. Them's fucking fighting. Pizzas, I know it was. Right? It's it's so everything about it is so good. And then the people from Canada are commenting, and you're like, Canada, you can't even spell pizza. Here's the thing: I'll never tell you how to tan a beaver pelt. Don't <laughs> 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 tell me what a fucking pizza should look like, bro. Look, here's the thing, man. If we had ordered poutine or yeah. something, <laughs> yeah, man, right? Yeah. It, okay, fine. Absolutely. Like, if it was like, oh, that's not a Tim Horton. Yeah. This is a Tim. Okay, fine. Okay. Yeah, yes. Like you like have you ever gone out for Canadian food, Cecil? Yeah. <laughs> hey man, yeah. hold on, let's yeah. check Grubhub. Canadian bacon. <laughs> let's let's see. Oh, uh, hang on a minute. I'm gonna go ahead and log into my Grubhub account and I'm gonna see what my Canadian food options are. Hmm. It actually says error? Yeah. I don't know. It's just my phone is on fire. Because nobody's ever gone out for Canadian food. The other thing that shocked the shit out of me about those pictures that we posted on Facebook. Only two people commented on Gary. Only two people. Everybody else is just like, looks at Gary and they're like, right? yeah, fucking Gary. Sure. Yeah, he belongs there. Two people are like, what the fuck is that thing? There, there is a picture of a gape mouthed mannequin boy. Yeah. Wearing a glory hole shirt <laughs> on the page. Yes. And people are like, that pizza looks gross. <laughs> that pizza looks gross. <laughs> There's a face fuckable mannequin. <laughs> I drove around. Here's the funniest thing, too. Uh, I, I transported that mannequin. I had to move him from my house sure. to the studio. I, yeah, I yeah. went to work in between, right? <laughs> so, and he's in my passenger seat. Carpool lane. And where I park, yeah. I so like I have the first spot. So mm-hmm. I park right in front of the door. And there is my car. And everyone knows it's my car. It's in my spot, and I've got fucking Gary, like, with his fucking gay-ass mouth in the passenger seat. 70 people walk in and out of that door. Nobody says shit. Nobody says a word. Nobody's like, uh, bro? Carry that thing around with you? Nobody says a word to you. I walked walked into the music garage with that guy, and I parked about a block and a half away, and I'm walking him in the elevator. I have a fucking gay-mouthed boy mannequin. I would report me to someone. (laughs) If I saw me, I'd be like, I would too. "Mm." You needed to be reported. I was in that. I was yesterday when we moved it. I was in the elevator. I walk up. The dude looks at me, looks at the mannequin. He's like, sup. And then, <laughs> and then he just turned around. 
And the only way to carry it is by the crotch. Yeah, no, you can't. Right? You can't carry. So it you cut way. the balls yeah, like you're like exactly. you're like you're going to ask him to sure. cough. Like you you're li- like you're lifting a normal boy. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like you're. Well, I don't understand what you're talking like, about. Yeah. I did a liturgy when yeah, I was done. Like, <laughs> <laughs> blessed him, gave him a Snickers. We were great. We were great afterwards. We called it communion. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Raymond Massey, and I have a special message for senior citizens. Today's doctors, drugs, and medical devices truly work medical miracles for young and old alike. But there are some as phony as a $3 bill. Investigate before you invest in health services or products. Help stamp out quackery. So this first story comes from the raw story, uh, and (laughs) this is... I don't know why I'm laughing. It's just so terrible. Oh, it's fucking horrible, dude. Toddler died from meningitis after anti-vaccination parents treated him with maple syrup instead of medicine. They also wrapped him in a beaver pelt, and then they whispered (laughs) to him in bad French. And like right before he died, they were like, sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry, you boot it. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Fucking amazing. So this is a a couple of Mormon parents. They they own a nutritional supplement company. So they're obviously deep. You know, and this sort of answers that question, like, do they believe it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes you wonder, like, do you believe your own shit? And the answer for a lot of these guys is absolutely they believe their own there's shit. Fair, I think I think you would find very few con men in there. I think you will find some because yeah. clearly that's... The owners of the supplement yeah, companies, sure. right? At I, the very top. Yeah. I think that there are some people out there that clearly see what's happening and say, fucking, there's no merit in that. Right. And they pretend. I think that there's, there's some people out there that they see these people and they see them as marks and they say, fuck, I can make a right. shit ton of money off of this. Right. So why don't I do that? But these people... They, they believed, they man. believed it, and after it was all over, um, I thought I read somebody said they, they said, "Would you do that shit again?" And they're like, "No, I would take him to a doctor." Oh, how heartbreaking! That's a, that's a fucking hard lesson like, to learn, is what that is. Like, that, like you've got your toddler, yeah. like you've got like like the the joy of your life, and you truly believe because you wouldn't do this unless you really believed, and that's the problem with this. Like people, a lot of times give us, I mean, I, I'm sure you've heard it. Like, why do you care what other people believe? Like live and let live all that sort of nonsense. And that's all fine and dandy. But like, there is a little boy, yeah. there's a toddler sure. who is never going to grow up. And right. there are, and beyond right. that, there are absolutely devastatingly heartbroken parents walking around with this tremendous, I can't even imagine the guilt. Yeah. The meningitis, Tom, the thing that uh, is interesting here is, You've had meningitis. Yeah, but I had viral meningitis, which of the meningitis is the lesser meningitis. Bacterial meningitis fucks your world up. So viral meningitis is just miserable. Right. So do you think that this child was miserable? I, I will say that from my personal experience with the lesser of the meningitis, yeah. I could I like I could not stand up when I decided. I tried to, I went to work the first day that I had meningitis. I went to work. I thought I had a migraine. I don't get migraines, but I'm like, this must be what they're like. I'm like, I don't understand how people function. I couldn't think at all. I was, I was actually in a meeting and I put my head down on the desk of the manager that I was with. And she's like, you need to go home. Like I can make it through the day. I just, I'm just having a rough minute. Give me a minute. And like, I pepped up a little bit and finished my day. I got home and about two o'clock that morning, I couldn't get down the stairs. I had to scoot my butt down the stairs because I couldn't stand up. That shit was bad, dude. It was sure. not good. I yeah. spent like four days on the floor of my basement hiding from light. Wow. <laughs> I, I would just, I would crawl up the stairs to go to the bathroom 
and then crawl back downstairs and sleep in Glory Hole Studios, actually, on the floor, on the wood floor for four days. This kid? Yeah. This Now, granted, most boys are tougher than I yeah. am, right? Like most little sure. kids. Yeah, and, have, ki- right. <clears throat> and it's harder to tell with them because they're all crawling. So right? you can't tell. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I mean, to, to his credit, nobody was feeding me a mixture of apple cider vinegar, horseradish root, oh, hot peppers, onion, garlic, and ginger root. I don't care how sick you are. <laughs> if somebody's like, hey, man, I made you a smoothie oh, of oh, this garbage, oh. of this fucking apple cider vinegar and ginger and hot peppers. You know what that sounds like? Are fucking kidding me? That sounds like the shit you scrape out of your garbage processor or whatever, <laughs> that, the garbage disposal. It sounds like you're making Thai food. Yeah. That's what it sounds <laughs> It sounds like. like the refuse <laughs> after making Thai food. <laughs> and this, this is after two weeks, two weeks, man. Um, of this kid being sick, originally they fed him with olive leaf extract, whey protein, oh my God. water with maple syrup, and juice with frozen berries. So this fucking kid has an inflammation of his goddamn spinal cord. His brain is basically like, I'm being smushed, I'm being smushed, I'm distressed, distressed. And it's like, well, maybe we put some fucking maple syrup on it. You can't treat an illness like a pancake. <laughs> You cannot. It's not like nobody's ever gone to the doctor and been like, oh, he's got a bad case of the waffles. <laughs> Uh-oh. He's got he's got viral flapjacks. Without- <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Doctor, Lego my ego. <laughs> it's never happened. It's never will, happened. You know, it's funny to me that we live in a day and age where we have all of these advances in medicine. You don't have to die from this. No. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to die from this. And, you know, I can understand you're fucking, you know, you're, you're fucking, you got twigs on your penis in the middle of fucking <laughs> Papua New Guinea. Like we talked about where you're just like, you don't have anything. I understand. Right. 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 You know, yeah, you got to fucking, you got to rub some dirt on it. Yeah. Rub some fucking dirt right. on it. Cause you don't have better options. Right. right? But you, you have options here. Right. You wind up, you know, like, like choosing this natural holistic garbage over what actually works. And it's like, imagine if you fucking like, I, I, I fall down and I fucking break my arm and it's a hanger, right? My arm's <laughs> right. just like, Wah. and I run over to my wife. Silver yeah, your arm, exactly. Right? And I run over to my wife and I'm just like, oh my God, kiss it. <laughs> you know, I, need like, a Band-Aid I, need, I need a boo-boo kiss. Can you kiss my boo-boo? Because that's going to make it feel better. Right. It's the same effectiveness as fucking whatever the fuck kind of garbage slurry you created. Right to force down your kid's face. It's, you know, I've said this with, with regard to the cancer treatments, right? Like meningitis is not a nutritional defect, right? Mm-hmm. It's not, you're not going to cure it by eating the fucking, it's like, oh man, maybe give him a pork chop. Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> it's, look, this is not, he's not fucking, it's not malnutrition, right? right? Right. If you go to the doctor and it's like, well, you've got a bad case of the malnutritions. Well, then some food is in order, right? right? Order a motherfucker, a pizza. But if you go to the doctor and it's like, You've got swelling on your brain. It's like, I would like all available medicines, literally every available medicine. I will say, like, speaking back to my own miserable experience with this, they asked me, like, they're like, well, we're going to do a spinal tap. That shit hurts so bad, I don't even remember them doing the spinal tap. And that's supposed to be a very uncomfortable procedure. I'm just like, I don't care what you do to my body. Like, I was like, you could throw my whole self into a trash compactor right now. I don't even care. If I die in the next 10 minutes, I would be grateful for the respite. Wow. This is a toddler. Yeah. That's something of an exaggeration. But nonetheless, like this is a toddler. This is somebody who has no ability to even conceptualize 
that pain is temporary or comfort themselves in any meaningful way. Like the, 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 the fear that would go with the pain sure. and the discomfort sure. and yeah. the illness. And it lasted more than two weeks. Yeah, I know. And then the kid dies. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. He's not a pancake. <laughs> They fucking pad tied their toddler. Oh no. <laughs> pad toddler. <laughs> Have you always wanted to win the lottery? Do you suffer from chronic poverty syndrome? Do you have real problems that are too much work to actually work on? Would you rather pretend to help than actually help? Prayer might be right for you. Please note. Some side effects for prayer may not be reported. Always consult your pastor, shaman, imam, rabbi, or witch doctor, or holy book specialist for medical advice. So this story is actually kind of in a distressingly similar vein. It's no the kidding, last story. Right? This comes from the raw story. Um, pro-life Idaho Republican thinks parents have a religious right to let kids die from treatable illness. Thank you, raw story, for the incredibly unbiased headline. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that, like, although I do fish raw story uh, with some regularity, they are the least responsible. Jur- this is the Fox News yeah. of journalism. Yeah. Like, they're really grossly irresponsible. I just want to put out there that I fucking know that they are. Yeah. I know it. So we take, take it with something of a grain of salt when it comes to the editorializing. Um, nonetheless, lawmakers in Idaho did approve a bill that would allow... Um, first of all, Bible study and science classes, but also they declined to change a law that shields faith healing parents from prosecution. Right. So faith healing, for those who may not know, is also known as neglect. Sure. Right? Yeah. It's just doing nothing. It's doing your nothing. Your kid is sick. It's hoping. Right. Yep. And you hope at them yeah. real hard. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, mean, I will it, say, like, yeah, you could hope super duper hard. Admittedly. Right. Yeah. Right in their direction. You like, bet. you could focus your hope. You got like, hope. Yeah. Put on your fucking best hope music. Right. And just get in your hope stance. And that's it. And hope the fuck out of some hope right at them. Yeah. yeah. And then, and but if your kid dies, yeah. then it's totes okay as long as you hoped and you love Jesus. Sure. I guess. Sure. I don't, and that's it. Like you're shielded. It, it, it's the, it, can you imagine taking the, the, just the, another logical step and saying like, well, I didn't feed my kid. Yeah. I had this kid and I know that I'm responsible for their well-being and they're, not able to care for themselves. You're not in a position to care for themselves. And it's my responsibility to, to be their caretaker. But I didn't feed them because I figured God would provide. And I just, you know, what I did is I prayed every morning that God would provide food for my kid. And now he's dead. That would be grossly irresponsible. I don't think anybody would condone that, sure, right? Sure, But for some reason, when it comes to treatable disease, treatable illnesses, where you have an opportunity, we're not talking about shit that sneaks up on you, right? Like, you know, because like bacterial meningitis is actually a great example. Like that can kill you in 24 hours, right? So it's like, oh, you're sick, and now you're dead. Nobody's okay, fine. But like we've we've read cases where it's like fucking diabetes, where it's like, oh, I got the diabetes, and it's like, oh, fucking knew about that for a long time. Anyway, enjoy your suffering. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, and you know what's interesting about this whole thing? You have on the one hand a group of people who are anxious to protect the tiniest lump of cells in a woman's body right. as, as much as possible, ready to get out a bayonet and stand guard over her fucking belly, you know, so that nothing happens to a woman's clump of cells. We're talking right. like after, like, like seconds after conception, yep. 
that's a fucking that's a, a PhD student. Everybody's still yeah, breathing hard. Exactly. Right. Right. Like, and they're like, oh, sorry, we got to fucking we got to police fucking line this thing off. You know what I mean? Like we got to yellow sure. tape. Exactly. They're like <laughs> yellow taper legs. Caution, do not enter. Wrap right around there. <laughs> no, but, you know, seriously, you have these and they're willing to do that. Right. But then on the other hand, once the kid is born, they're like, yeah, if that fucking kid dies, oh, well. Well, it, it's oh, not oh, well. If you prayed real hard, then Jesus didn't love the kid enough. Man, That's it, dude. It's a fucking Jesus didn't love you. The song is fight. Jesus loves you unless you die of fight diabetes. Fight as hard as you can for alive, functioning human beings that are innocent. Yeah, well, it seems like a Don't good fight point, for innocent lumps of cl- tissue that are not yet a person. Yeah. Like where there's no brain involved. Yeah, yet, there's for not example. a brain yet. You yeah. know, where there's no personhood that's sure. established yeah. through like the development of a cerebral cortex. Yeah, you're saying, are you suggesting, Cecil, that when it still looks like a fucking salmon swimming around in there, like when it's fucking still got a tail, <laughs> you take it out, it like swims back up her leg, <laughs> just, goes right back in, like when it's in tadpole yeah, stage, exactly. right? Yeah, it's a sea monkey. Yeah, at this at this point, and it's like, wait a minute, it's a human life. Yeah. That's not, are you, is it your position just for the fucking record? Sure. That we should not protect that the same way that you protect something that can say, mama, and walk around and think a thought. Actually, I'm for killing everything. Let's just murder I mean, the whole lot of them. Let's just kill everything. Just murder the whole yeah. fucking lot of them. This faith healing shit makes me crazy, man. Like, there is no way in 2016 that anybody can look at anybody else and say, well, I mean, they did pray real hard. So when, can, like and I, and I guess like I would ask to draw a real life example. Like if you think of like your your nephews, and if 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 one of them was fucking, if you were at the funeral and they're fucking lowering that little casket into the ground, and you looked around at the parents and they were like, "Man, a kid could have lived, but I guess they just prayed." You would think they were fucking monsters. Yeah, you would. You would be like, "That's you, that is indescribably awful." <laughs> like there's no way that you look at it and be like. Well, let's go to IHOP. <laughs> <laughs> the International House of Prayer. <laughs> That's where you, it doesn't work. It, does it doesn't work. work even in this huge place. In the name of Jesus, we speak that. This story is delightful. It's from the Southern Daily. I don't even know where this is from. It's just, who cares? It's awesome. Um, if you navigate to only one story on our page this week, make it this, make this, it this broken English story. <laughs> it's yeah. real funny. It's real funny. Prophet charges lion to prove God's power. Nearly killed. Saved by game rangers. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. So this dude gets out of it. He's like, he's on a fucking... I don't know. There's be lions preserve, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, wait a minute. I'm going to show, I'm going to demonstrate man's dominion over animals. And the lions had just finished killing a fucking antelope yeah, or sure, whatever. Yeah, whatever, they whatever, whatever. They're just like, nom, 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 lions. <laughs> and he pops out of the fucking Range Rover and like, burp, 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 and like strolls over and it ain't fucking Cecil the lion, oh, man. No. They're just like, oh, great. 
dessert. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're sending they're sending something over to our table. Right. Oh, that's Look at nice that. of them. That's what so have I, that must have came right from the chef. They send us <laughs> they send us a little uh, a little uh, in between right. palate cleansing. Just a little yeah. sorbet from it's the very just... nice. Thank you so much. <laughs> they made the lime sorbet and the human just for us. That's so nice of you. Can you imagine? The fucking shock on this guy's face when he comes, he comes out. He starts speaking. To the power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ. Fuck. <laughs> the power of Christ. And the lion's just like, bro, lion. I'm a lion, like, bro. I'm basically the Freddy Krueger of the animal kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> I have ten yeah, knives, exactly, just yeah. on my hands yeah. and my face. Also made of knives. Yeah, I'm basically a furry <laughs> knife factory. <laughs> I am a Cutco salesperson oh, in the fucking Savannah. That's it. Yeah. And the lion's just like, I'm just going to eat that dude. Yeah. He turns around to run. And the lion's like, oh, motherfucker, get back here. <laughs> Grabs hold of him. And it's about to lay into him. And the fucking game ranger is like, all right, fine. I'll yeah, save I'll this shoot, fucking He pulls his shit. gun out and shoots in the air or something. And Wouldn't that be the day you're like, oh, I was looking the other way. Oh, whoops. Oh, did something... Sorry, I want to read part of this article because it says, but before he could safely reach the confines of the car, one lion had snapped its paws onto him, thus causing major damage to his toilet sitting tool. (laughs) I think that's his ass. I don't, I don't know that that's translated correctly. I love that line. Toilet sitting tool. Oh, Oh, it's my toilet sitting tool. Like, you have to either be really, really small or really, really big to need a tool to sit on the toilet. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, either you, need, either you need an adapter to, like, sit there, or you need something to support it because your weight just will just crush the porcelain. Like, like archaeologists are, like, digging through, like, old stone tools. Like, ah, oh, I found a... I found the first dildo next to the first toilet sitting tool. I it thought this surprisingly similar. I totally thought this happened in Russia, though, because it, it sounds like one of those in Soviet Russia, Christians throw themselves <laughs> to lions, you know? <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, I love that he's, he comes out of the car. He's speaking in tongues, right? Which we, it's just garbage. Like, he's just like, sure. go, 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 thing is, the lion wasn't caring. Right. Anyway. <laughs> lion didn't know what he said anyway. Right. The lion heard him say that and said, oh, it's calling to me. It's like when you open a menu and you see like the bone marrow and you're just like, oh, this is calling to me. Oh, it's going to be That's so what good. this was happening. He, except for he literally got out and started calling to the lions. It's like, it's like a singing birthday cake. Yeah, exactly. That's what it. <laughs> <laughs> he should have a sparkler in his head. <laughs> Don't you wonder if he kept happy, speaking Happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday. <laughs> happy, happy birthday. All the other lions dance around him. <laughs> <laughs> And the lion's fucking disappointed. The game ranger chases him uh, off. They're like, fucking, you came to me. Yeah, I know. It's not the, the lion's fault. Right? Yeah. It's like, I was perfectly content eating this antelope. You <sighs> feed your stupid over to me. <laughs> I'll eat that fucking stupid. That's amazing. I think we got off the track when we allowed our government to become a secular government. Uh, when we stopped realizing that God created this nation, that he wrote the Constitution, that it's based on biblical principles, and, and, um, and, and we allowed those that don't believe in those things to, to p- keep pushing us, pushing us, and pushing us away from, from uh, the government. So this story is from Right Wing Watch. Um, and I grabbed this story because it's got two of my most hated people, David Barton and Michelle O'Bachman. 
Um, David this Barton, week, this week, by the way, mm-hmm. one of our Twitter followers said that during a conversation, they said, "I read this." Michelle Obachman. That's awesome. <laughs> they, they were in a de- political debate. They brought up Michelle Obachman, and they actually said it as Michelle Obachman. That's amazing. That's terrific. Yeah. I feel like I feel is like it interchangeable? Is her. it interchangeable? Can you call Michelle Obama Michelle Obachman or no? No, no, no. Okay. no. That's horrifying. I just was curious. No, I don't know. you can't call fucking He Man Skeletor. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> You only make fun of the dark That's side. That's fair. That's fair. David Barton and Michelle Obachman explain why Christians must only elect God-conscious people. So here we go, man. It's the fucking blind leading the blind. So I want to comment too, Tom, before we play this, that um, the, the, the image, if you watch this video, it's just a picture of a giant American flag with them sitting in front of it. Like, God that's bless, all it man. is. That's God bless. There we go. And, and we're rolling out, specifically in this episode, we're rolling out the rhetoric. And this is, I think, a perfect example of that, right? Like, let's show everybody how fucking patriotic we are and how much we love America. And here's Barton and Michelle Obachman um, basically doing just that. We need to elect people to office who are willing to acknowledge God. Amen. Because if they're secular going in, they're not going to protect your liberties. No. I mean, again, this is that's what's proven As I like here. to say, let's elect people who are pre-lobbied to yeah, do the right, right thing. It's Where really does somebody easy. go to actually find out about an individual candidate? There's a couple of easy ways to do this. And one is if they're already in office, they will have a record that you can check for re-election. There are websites like votesmart.org that mm-hmm. keep the voting records on every issue you can think of. Now, you come to a local race, you know, the easiest thing to do? You're running for mayor? Hey, what do you think about whether we should have prayers at city council meetings? No. Well, why don't we ask them about prayers at city council meetings? I don't know if they're the fucking going to be the mayor of my town. I want to ask them about the fucking metro station. Sure. I want to ask you them know? about the fucking potholes. I want to ask right? them about the garbage collection. I want to ask them about the important issues. Why the fuck do I care if you're praying before you're fucking... But why do I care? It's like fucking caring if they hope before they do right. something, right? Right. Or they wish before they do something. Yeah. It, it, did you did you wish real hard before you blew those candles out? Because <laughs> if you didn't, I don't know if I want you being my mayor. Look, I know, right? Right? Like when you wish upon a falling star, yeah. do your dreams come do they true? Come true? Right? Like it'd be like it'd be like judging a candidate by whether or not they can give a good hug. Right? Like <laughs> it's like, oh, it, you know what? You know, sloths would be our rulers. <laughs> we would be ruled by sloths. It's like mm, he doesn't put his hips into yeah. it. Oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> You know, he's one of those. He's one of those shoulder-only huggers. It'd be like we'd be ruled by like baby chimpanzees, <laughs> just because they give, they give people hugs yeah. all the time. We know personally, I support that, but I just don't think we should impose our values. That's not the guy you want. Wait, impose your values? Well, he's saying that he's saying if the answer is that I support prayer and you know prayer before a meeting, but I don't want to impose my values, and he's saying that that's an a, a, an insufficient answer. Sure, yeah, that he's not going. He far wants enough. he wants people to impose, impose values. their values, right? Well, what value? Well, you know, the, I fucking was talking to my boss about this this week, and it's a conversation we have all the time. We're having a fucking a thing very soon. My boss is a Christian, and the organization that I work for is hosting Pentecostals. Now, he's a Catholic, and he came out to me and even said, those people are weird. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, like you have a, you have a guy who's a Catholic right. who's saying, right. those people are weird. Well, do you want a fucking Pentecostal prayer beforehand? Do you want a Catholic prayer? Are you okay with the Hindu prayer? No, what you want is your evangelical bullshit. Yeah, well, that's, that, that, we've talked about this before. With all the hundreds and hundreds of sects of Christianity, you can't choose just one, right? It'd be like, it's what you basically have is a bag of jelly beans with a hundred different flavors of fucking jelly beans in it. And your favorite one is somewhere mixed in that bag. And what you're saying is like, well, we have to have jelly beans at every meal. 
And you're hoping that when you reach in, they pull out the one jelly bean that is your jelly bean, right? But the likelihood of that happening is fucking minimal. It's, it, it is exactly the point that, like, if I'm a Catholic, I'm not going to like the prayer of a fucking uh, 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 one of those, uh, like, uh, Creflo Dollar guys, right? Like, I'm not going to approve of that shit. And if sure. I'm a fucking Methodist, I'm not going to approve of, uh, you know, we fucking love the Pope, but isn't the Virgin Mary totes sweet? Prayer, yeah, sure. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. all that shit is garbage. That it's was fucking a, garbage. That was exactly one of his one of the things he said when I was talking to him. I, we were talking about prayers before things. And he said, he said, well, how would they feel about the Hail Mary? Yeah. Well, they, they'd fucking be like, what the fuck? Right. Hail Mary? Where, why are we even talking about Mary? Yeah, it, it's... You, it, we, they like to pretend, these assholes like to pretend like Christianity is one cohesive yeah, exactly. thing. exactly. And it is so many, it's, it's dozens and dozens, if not hundreds it's not of sects that. that do not agree. It's not that. It's, it's, it's one sect when it's convenient. Yes. And then one sect, and it's multiple sects when it's not convenient for them. It's one sect when they can use it to mobilize a voting yep, block. Yep, that's right? exactly it. Faith is at least free speech. And you're saying, well, you can have free speech if nobody knows you're saying it. You know, it. the other thing you I want to mention. Nobody says you can have free speech if nobody knows you're saying it. Nobody has ever said that. Nobody. Just Zero because you people. have to dictate to everybody else in the meeting what you want your beliefs to be, I don't fucking care about your beliefs, dude. If I'm on the city council, I don't give a fuck. I don't fucking care that you stand up and say your pledge of allegiance to God or whatever the fuck you do. Do what you do, bro. But do it on your own time. Don't right. do it. Don't waste my time. I'm paying for your time, right? As I'm, if I'm a taxpayer and you're standing up there, you're on my clock, bitch. Do some work. I am. I'm paying you. Do yeah. some work. Don't stand. It'd be like if, if, if it'd be like if the meeting was about like, well, this meeting from seven to eight tonight is going to be about whether or not we buy a new snowplow. Yeah. And somebody got up and was like. Well, I don't think that they do a good job weed whacking the fucking bushes around City Hall. I'll be like, that's not the topic for the day. You are wasting everyone's time. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You should be the sergeant at arms there. I so just you yell throw, at everybody. Throw people out. For the viewers is the fact that you actually can call up a candidate and say, look, if I get a room full of people, 25, 50 people, which even for running for Congress, that's, That's a big. big That's group big. You're of right. people. You're right. So I'm telling you, you get more information if you will do that. And it's really tough for the candidate to say no. That's right. What? You won't be willing to go and talk to people and you're asking for my vote? What are you afraid of? So you really would be amazed at the number of people who would come and you could actually get to know them. That's actually a great idea. And that's great advice. That is great advice from Michelle Obachman. Get 25 people together or 50 people together and call your congressman. If she's saying she was a congresswoman, right? Yeah. So if she's saying that's enough people to mobilize her group then to go out and talk, advice. then that's great advice. I don't know how true that is, but if it's true, it's great advice. Here's the thing, man. It's Minnesota true. Yeah. You know what I that's mean? True. That's, that's like, true. I'll take that. At that's the, like being Wisconsin skinny. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's Minnesota true. <laughs> I'm sorry, this car only fits three, okay? <laughs> I realize it's a Lincoln Town car, but it only they, fits three. Like they, when, when they sell a hatchback in Wisconsin, it's still a two-door. <laughs> <laughs> they had, when they were fighting with her, they were doing the Michelle Ob Obama thing when they were like talking about the obese kids or whatever, yeah. and they just... they. There, there was just this huge fight when they wanted to take cheese curds off the menu up there. They wouldn't let them do it. Well, there'd be nothing on the menu. I know. They like couldn't the, eat it. They would be like, yeah. well, we, we can't just take it off the menu. 
It's actually the menu. First of all, it's printed on a cheese curd. <laughs> yes, this is it. It's we an actually, edible menu. We actually have tables and chairs in our lunchroom <laughs> that are made of cheese. Yeah. In fact, truth be told, these obese kids over here, we're not really sure if they're kids or just enormous cheese curds <laughs> that we've been <laughs> that we've named and taken care of. It could be we have, we're not real sure, and you know we're okay with it. <laughs> Because they make the house smell delightful. <laughs> and that's something everybody can do is invite that's candidates right. in. I'll get a group together. And your point is well taken because what you've just told people is, look, I can make a difference. Because it looks like a big C out there that you can't. But what you've just told the viewers is you can. You can. If you'll just go to the trouble of hosting one meeting, maybe it's at your church or community center, maybe mm -hmm. even your house or your backyard, people will come and then you can get to know the person. And then that way, the word of mouth goes everywhere. The word of mouth does go everywhere. But if they come, <laughs> it goes in really one direction, to be honest. It's, it just it, The word of mouth goes everywhere. But if you... <laughs> you did that so aggressively and shot the headphones off of your head. <laughs> There's no good way to do that and keep headphones on your head, it turns out. That's amazing. Like a cum sprinkler. <laughs> you could win or lose an election based on that. That's right. And that's an easy way to find out whether they're God-conscious people. And if they're not, you don't want them in government because they'll take your liberties and they'll take reduce your, your liberties. And that's the point, isn't it? That you are more protected in a society if you have people who respect the law that's right. and who respect the lawgiver. Yeah, okay, fine. If I believe in a lawless society, which nobody does, and I think that everybody should just walk around and be like, the law doesn't apply to me. Exactly. But I'm as secular as they come, and I think the yeah. laws fucking apply to me. You know why I think that? Because the laws apply to me. I think it's Penn Jillette who said, uh, I do as much murdering as I want to do. Right? It's a good And it's, it's zero. Right. I do as much stealing as I want to do. Right. And it's zero. And the thing is, is it's not just that I follow the law because it's the law. I follow the law because it's the right thing to do. Yep. I follow the law because I realize that laws are necessary for a society to exist. When I'm driving a car, I follow the traffic laws, not because it it's, it's makes me feel good or because you know God above said it was a good idea, but because it's generally a good idea to follow the traffic laws. If, you know, if you're following the traffic laws, other people get to go where they need to go. You get to go where you need to go in an orderly fashion. It's just, I mean, it's just, it's fucking basic. It's a simple thing to learn. I don't kill other people because I realize that I don't want to get hurt. And I also just don't want to hurt other people. It's just generally something that we do. You know, the, the idea that, that you're just going to throw this out there and say, oh, well, you know, these people think they're law on themselves. You've never talked to a secular right. person. You've never had a conversation with a secular person if you think we think that we're the law, that we're the ones who decide. It's an incredibly dim view of human nature, right? These guys have this view of human nature, which, which suggests that the only thing holding you and me and every other secular person back from raping and pillaging yeah. and, you know, just going crazy purge style on yeah. everybody that you've yeah. ever met. The only thing holding us back is the man, right? Sure. Like if, yeah. if it wasn't for that police officer over if there. If it wasn't written down. Right. I would just, but what they don't understand is fucking people wrote it down. Yeah. It's, we all agreed on this. This yeah. didn't come from on high. This came from, this is a, these are all grass. I mean, laws sure. are really grassroots decisions about 
the kinds of societies we want to live in <clears throat> collectively. It's a, you know, laws really are a high-level view. Like, they're not a dim view of human nature. They're, they are ensconcing values that we all can say, like, look, there's going to be the occasional ne'er-do-well out there. But the majority of us are good, and the majority of us want to live well, and the majority of us don't want to hurt other people. And, and they have this totally opposite, super cynical, dim view of the human being that just suggests that the only thing holding them back, and makes me wonder, yeah. is the only thing holding you back? I've had conversations with people. I've had conversations with people that said the exact same thing. They said, if it wasn't for God watching me, if it wasn't for God paying attention to me, I would steal out of this register is what they said. What? And I've, they've said that to me. And I said to myself, I say, okay, well, I would never steal out of the register. One, because I realized that... Um, that that shit gets counted. And I'm not stupid, right? I'm not a stupid person to realize that nobody's not, it's right. not like no one is counting it. Everyone, every, it's counted constantly throughout right. the day. So the idea that I, that I would steal out of a register is silly anyway, because you're going to get caught and you're going to lose, you know, that's like fucking drinking a cup of milk and throwing away the cow. You know? <laughs> it's a really stupid idea. Uh, but, you know, even still, I wouldn't do it because I, I just I don't have that in me. Thief, I just right? don't have that in right. me, right? But the, there's a lot of people out there that that I've talked to. I mean, and again, it's anecdotal. I don't know what the you know what the average is. I would love to see a Pew research on that. Would you break the law if you didn't think God watched you? You know, I I will say that I don't have a dim view of human nature. I think most people are generally good. I do believe that. Um, but I think that most people would occasionally break what they would consider to be minor laws, right? Sure. You know, I break traffic laws from time to time. I speed. I'll, you know, turn right on red sometimes. I, I you know speed what I mean? on like, occasion too, sure. It, it's just, so there, there's a hierarchy of laws, and we all know it, and we all implicitly recognize it, that there are some laws that we're like, eh, and then there's other laws like, fuck that. Yeah. There, they could, they could, there could be the purge tomorrow, right? It could be like, oh, tomorrow's purge day. And my goal would not be like, oh, cool, I get to go fucking be an awful person. Well, I got to wake up the day after the purge. Sure. And I got to look myself in the mirror and I got to define who I am by my actions because nothing else matters. All that matters about who I am and whether or not I live a life of integrity and value sure. are the things that I do. Sure. And my ability to wake up and look at myself in the mirror hinges upon that. Yeah. I, I don't steal and hurt people and do all the rest of that shit because I like to think that I am a good person. It fits the story I tell of myself. Yeah. And... You know, I don't have a reset button like like Christians do, where I could say I did some horrible shit, but I I I said right. forgive me, God, and I hit the fucking reset button, and now I can feel however I want about it. Yep. It's washed it away from my conscience. Yes, I live with everything I've done. Yeah, the good and the bad every day. Yep. Want to contact the guys? Go to dissonancepod.com to get links to their Google Plus, Facebook, and Twitter accounts. If you want to contact them directly, send an email to dissonance.podcast at gmail.com or you can call and leave a message at 740-74-DOUBT that's 740-743-6828 do you want to support the show? go to patreon.com that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash dissonance pod or click the link on the podcast homepage and you can donate to the production of Cognitive Dissonance on a per episode basis if you can't spare any money, take a second to give us a five-star review on iTunes or Stitcher, or spread the word about the show. We want to send a big, heartfelt glory hold to all the patrons and people who rate us. You fucking rock. 
this story comes from Right Wing Watch. Boykin's defense of Boykin. 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 That sounds. That sounds like somebody's uh, sort of sly or. I don't know. Like it's something you would say to a kid about having sex. It's like, oh, they're oh, boykin. They're boykin. Yeah, that's like. Oh, did you see him boykin in the? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. It Go sounds away. like a cute name for right. sex. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Like it sounds like a cute name for sex told by people who don't know how it works. Yeah. So like, is it in their front? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All no. right. Yeah. Great. Yeah. No. All you do is rub on people. <laughs> right. It's yeah. like, and then you pee a special <laughs> sticky milk into her. Okay. All right. You're an idiot. <laughs> she she lets the eggs come out of her ovipositor. <laughs> And then you squat over the eggs and, and <laughs> semen on them. And then, and then she sucks the eggs back up inside of her into her cloaca. And then, and then they bounce around in there. It's like a Newton's cradle up in that thing. Patunk, patunk, What is going on? You can hear the clicking from a it's half like, a block it's away. It's like a cannon in Super Mario. Patunk, patunk. Uh, retired Lieutenant Journal Journal? L- Lieutenant Journal. Lieutenant Journal. <laughs> That's Lieutenant like a, General. It's a, it's a smaller thing you write in. It's a, it's a Lieutenant <laughs> Journal. Uh, Jerry Boykin, um, who is the Executive Vice President, sounds very fancy, of the Family Research Council. Not as fancy. <sighs> Family Research Council, huh? Right? Yeah. No actual also, research. Also known as the I Hate Gays Club. Right? Yeah. I know, right? It's like the bigot brigade. That's all it is. It's like, oh, I'm Lieutenant General blah, 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 Boykin of the bigot brigade. Okay, awesome. Get your fucking hate uniform over there. You know what? Hoods hoods, and, and sheets are over yeah. in the corner, man. Yeah. Fucking get your grand poobah shit over there, bitch. <laughs> Anyway, he addressed an audience full of credulous dipshits at the Awakening Conference. Awakening. Which makes me think of that movie, that Robin Williams movie, Awakening. Sure. Which is kind of not that far off. Like, the audience is a bunch of fucking catatonic, stupid <laughs> assholes. They're like, they're just like throwing tennis balls at him. They're just like, catch a tennis ball. They can't fucking speak. They can't think. They can't talk. To uh, but they can fucking catch this garbage that this fucking dipshit uh, spits out. Amazing. Anyway, his, his defense of religious freedom has a bunch of anti-trans rhetoric. Uh, fucking, we should, of course it does. Of right? course it does. Right. Here he is. Where is the Christian world today? Where, is, where are the Christians of America today? In America. Oh, they're fucking out in force, dude. What do you mean, where are they? They call themselves Republicans. Yeah. Like, that's... <laughs> Are you they kidding? Go by a different name today. They should be flocking to people like Kim Davis. They should be flocking to, to the city council to say, no, you're not going to let a man go in my daughter's bathroom just because he feels like a man today. What does he think happens in a bathroom? That's the other That's thing. That's the thing that, like, all these guys are so fucking worked up. I've had no sex in public restrooms. Well, these are the guys who are tapping their feet in the stalls to right? have sex in a bathroom, I guess. I've never I've never walked into I've been in nightclubs. I've been all over the I've never walked into a bathroom where people were having sex. I've never had anybody meet gaze me. I've never had and I've been at fucking like I've been at the trough, right? Where right. you go to like Wrigley Field and everybody's gotta pull out their salami and stand there <laughs> and fucking like huddle over this big fucking tub of urine. <laughs> it's okay. The it's the grossest America. place you could ever possibly imagine. <laughs> I got fucking ketchup and mustard all over my hands from eating a hot dog, and I gotta hold my fucking wiener in my hand in my Cocktail own little, my own little bun, admit. 
admittedly, it's very small. And and that's the tough part about going to those things because it's show and tell time. Right? And, 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 and I got the like, Matchbox car. I'm just like, mm. you're like, yeah. Uh, is anybody else Irish? Whoa. <laughs> Little Billy, Uh-oh. he brought he brought the full size today. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, you're standing around this giant stinky tub of urine <laughs> with all thing. the rest of the other people, and it's a, it's a centerpiece of a room. It, it, they've right decided the they've decided to adorn a single room with a chalice of urine that you all stand around and piss in. Could you imagine being a woman like you're, you live your life as a woman, right? You spend your entire life as a woman and then you walk in there because you happen to have the anatomical parts of a man and you hike your dress up and stand around that trough with right? the rest of the dudes, right? That'd be horrifying. It'd be horrifying. I, I can't even it's, imagine. It's horrifying enough as yeah, it I is. I know. It's already traumatic. It's as it's bad traumatic as... traumatic for me. I can tell. What the fuck? I can tell. <laughs> it's as bad as seventh grade gym class. It like is. Like the first it time is. you got to take a it shower, is. you're just like, yeah. I got to do what with who? It doesn't have any hair yet. Look, I, I, I wanted hair first whoever, before I pulled my pants down in front of other people. Whoever invented that very concept is oh, just know. a fucking... It's, it's like... It's they're sadists. They're sadists. It's like... Like, cause no, cause it's not like you learn a life skill from oh, that no. oh, because no. the entire rest all, of your life, all you learn like, is shame. That's right? all you learn all the rest of your life. You're like, how many fucking communal showers are you going to take? None. I'll never take another communal shower again. If I'm showering with somebody, it's cause I want to fool around. Yeah. That's the only, yeah. there, there's two reasons to shower yeah. with somebody. Cause it's a fucking gym teacher made you when you were 12 yeah. and because you want to fool around in the shower. When I was looking for gyms to, to join, and there was a gym I belonged to, um, LA Fitness, that had, they just had. The big open room? They had a big open room. Like a prison. And I refused. That's how you shower in I was a prison. Like, Sorry, not getting in there. I'll go home first. And then I joined the upscale one, and they had stalls. And I was like, that's. That's what I want. I'm an adult. I don't need to show anybody else my dick but my wife. That's it. That's the only one who gets to see it. And she stopped making fun of it years ago. Well, to you. Uh, yeah, she's still, she'll still occasionally admittedly. call and be like. She does post hey. to Facebook often. Guys. <laughs> She posts to Instagram because you can't zoom. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're trying to pinch and zoom and nothing works. There's just two dots, and she's like, yeah, this is from the electron microscope we use. Is this this one of those pixelated images? (laughs) No. And I've already said, and somebody will be recording this, and this will be on YouTube before it's all over with, but I will tell you what, the first man that walks in my daughter's bathroom he ain't gonna have to worry about the surgery. <laughs> oh, it's funny because I heard him. That's yeah. a that's a threat, bro. Yeah, it's, yeah. You know, like again, nobody is raping anybody in the bathroom. Like, let's what what he's doing is he's what he's what How he's doing he is know? he's equating. Yeah, he's equating transgendered people with rapists, right? Sure. That's what he's saying. Sure. He's saying these people, because it's the only reason you'd be kidding. Yeah. It's the only reason you'd exactly. be worried about, yeah, right? Because, because if not, they just went into the stall to go to the bathroom and you can't see anything in a women's washroom. You can't you, see anything. It's not the Wrigley Field trough, No, right? I mean, they don't all fucking dangle their asses in a giant <laughs> trough and piss in it. They have fucking stalls there. Like civilized I know. human like beings. Like civilized men, you know? A- with your dick hanging in your so, hand. So what he's doing is he's saying, he's basically saying like trans people are raped. 
rapists. Yeah, exactly. And we can't exactly. trust them to do yep. anything. They're going to, if I'm going to yeah. send my daughter in there, she's going to get raped. Look, here's the thing, man. If there's a fucking child rapist out there, he doesn't care about a little sign that says men and women. Yeah. He's got other laws that he clearly doesn't care about. It's not like he's like, I'm going to rape me a little girl. Oh, shit. Fuck, I can't, I can't cross the barrier. Yeah. Of that sign, I yeah, I would do it, but you know, I'm just a rapist. I'm not a sign crosser. Look, and I'm not I'm not saying that that some asshole isn't going to get dressed up in somebody else in a, in a in the opposite gender's clothes and go into a bathroom. It could happen, and 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 maybe bring a camera with them. That's a possibility, right? Look, if I'm going to go to the bathroom and I'm going to commit a fucking sex act, a fucking sign on the door it's is not going to not going to be the deterrent, me, right? Yeah, that's not. If I'm going to go in there like. I'm going to be like, oh, let's have sex in the bathroom. Oh, fuck. The sign says you can't come in here. So I guess it was masturbate. Like, that's not how it works, yeah, right. right? Yeah. It's like if I'm going to get a fucking blowy in the fucking bathroom, hee hee hee, we're sneaking in. That's it. If I'm a fucking creepy dude that's going to fucking rape some chick, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be a fucking creeper that fucking creeps. That's how that fucking works. Terrible people find ways to do terrible shit. Yeah. They're not deterred by signage. If they were, we would just have signs everywhere that says, don't do terrible shit. Yeah. There'd be signs everywhere on the west side of Chicago. Don't drive by shoot. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Signage doesn't fix the problem. Yeah. I've just sucked one year of your life away. What did this do to you? Tell me. And remember, this is for posterity, so be honest. How do you feel? This story also from Right Wing Watch. Donald Trump doubles down on torture after his campaign renounced it. Donald Trump. That's amazing to totally me. Totally uninterested yeah, in what he his doesn't care. Does. He doesn't care right? at this point. At no. this point, he's going to pull out his tiny shrivel orange dick <laughs> and slap it on any fucking podium and be like, "There it is, guys. Do it. Hey, here's my dick, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I call a little Donald. <laughs> All right. So this is the Donald talking about torture in a kind of repugnant way. It turns out. That was the meekest protester that I've ever seen. We said, get out of here. And he just, okay. And he just, That's the kind of protester we like, right? He's okay. Don't hurt him. Don't hurt him. I always say that because every once in a while we say, knock him. And I get, oh, do I get killed by these characters? You know, like they're legit, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess when you, yeah, when, you when you propose when you violence, propose violence against someone who doesn't like you and is verbally saying things, and you propose to actually physically, you know, physically interact with them, yeah, people say no, that's not, that's not. We use our words, buddy. That's I how know, this right? works. Like it's, yeah. it's like he's like a kindergartner yeah. who doesn't understand that. Like, no, you can't hurt people who disagree with you. Yeah, that's that's kind of not how like, it works. Do we have to say that out loud? We I, have to say it to the like not only to him but to an entire room that's clearly cheering him on because they're saying, "Yeah, we should have punched that guy in the throat." Uh, like they're legit. You know, we had a case where Ted Cruz was asked about waterboarding and he couldn't answer the question because you know, he was politically correct and, and in all fairness to him, it was essentially, "What do you think of waterboarding? Would you approve it?" Would you this? Would you that? And he didn't want to get into it. And I understand that because he wants to be politically correct. You know, they're allowed to chop off the heads of people, including ourselves, but we're not allowed to waterboard. Do you think they think we are the dumbest, weakest people in the world, as they say? He said that's the second time he said that. I that's know. the second time. I mean, this is, is that's that what he's that, Yeah, thing. that's yep. what he's saying. Yeah, that's, his, that's, his, that's his mantra. So they asked Ted Cruz about waterboarding, and you can see his answer two debates ago, and he's going like, oh, well, uh, waterboarding, oh, oh what, what do I say? What do I say? It's so vicious. It's so violent. You know, sort of the minimal, 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 I don't know. I'm sure it's not pleasant, but it's minimal. 
I, I love, love that shit. I love that because I remember. I remember. I think it's Jesse Ventura who was uh, some sort was, of Navy, like Navy Seal, Seal or something, something yeah. like that. I don't know exactly, but he was something like that. Some sort of elite military, and he had said something like, "Give me a bucket of water, a towel, and a half an hour, and I can make Dick Cheney confess to the Sharon Tate murder." Yeah, he said, "Give right. me a half an hour," and it's tr- and the thing is, is like. Under torture, yep. people will do anything to stop it. Right, because it's that's how torture yeah, that, works. Exactly. It's torturous. Yeah, that's it. it. Like everybody, it, that, that fucking idea that waterboarding is some, uh, you know, oh, simulated un- discomfort or something. That there's been so many examples of people who have been pro waterboarding that have volunteered to be waterboard. Man cow did is the first example that jumps to mind, but it's had three or four people of reasonably high profile. They all walk out fucking ashen face like. That's torture. Yeah, that's, that's not a not pleasant a thing. thing. That's yeah. not for people. Yeah. So he didn't want to get into it. He didn't sort of answer the question. They turned, what do you think, Mr. Trump? So I said, well, throughout the Middle East, they're chopping off heads of Christians. They're chopping off heads of people. Anybody gets in the way. They're drowning 30, 40 people at a time in heavy steel cages. Yeah, so what we should do is, is torture them. Yeah, right? because, because, because they're, they're being barbaric. We need to be barbaric because that's the only st- un, uh, uh, it's the only thing these savages understand. That's exactly right. Like he's he's basically saying, speak their language, yeah. right? Re- like reduce ourselves almost to that level, yeah. and then they'll understand us. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, waterboarding is absolutely fine, but we should go much further. And I got a standing ovation. Standing ovation. Yeah, because fucking there's a bunch of bloodthirsty dipshits who don't understand that waterboarding is not going to gain you anything. I just don't understand how people lose their empathy, right? You know, first off, we talked about it many, many times that some of these people that are that are getting tortured, they have nothing to do with any of this stuff. They don't have right. anything to do with it. They were pointed out by somebody else, and they get snatched up because people are terrified, and they get snatched up and whisked away to one of these places. They don't have any recourse whatsoever, and then they're stuck in this place, and they're getting tortured every day. You know, that person is as innocent of any crime yes. as you or I. Yep. Would you want to be the guy who's suddenly whisked away with no recourse, sitting in a fucking cold cell waiting for your, counting your seconds before you get waterboarded again later? Yeah, right. You know, I don't want to live like that. I have empathy for the people that have to live like that. I want that to stop. Right. That's it. That's all there is to it. I'm not going to stand in a crowd of all these people just because I feel like, you know, and, and that, that's the thing is they, they're not even personally invested in any of this. All they have is this sort of America is great. How dare you stand? to us feeling. It's not that, you know, half the people in the audience lost people to terrorists or, you know, ISIS cut their heads off. It's none of that bullshit. It's you're defiant in front of us and I want to see you tortured for it. Well, and part of it, I think, is this idea that like we are Americans and nobody tells us what to do, right? Nobody tells America what it can do or can't do. Even Americans can't tell Americans what to do. We do what we want. I don't give a fuck. Like, you're just a bunch of fucking hillbilly savages over there. And because you're hurting each other, I have a right to hurt you too. Yeah, yeah. And it's... It, I can join in. I want to live in a world where if you say, like, how much torture yeah. do you want there to be in the world that you want to live in? I want there to be no torture. Zero I torture. disapprove of torture the same amount as I disapprove of drowning people in cages. Yeah. They're both awful things to do, and nobody should do either one of them. We don't need the torture to stop the drowning of the people in the cages, right? Yeah, they're not going to be afraid of the torture. No, it's not like it's, it's, it's... And I don't care how far you go. You could go as far as them. You could take 50 of those guys, put them in a cage and drown them. It doesn't matter. It's not. That's not how we win this fight. They're not going to stop. Right. 
they're going to just drown more people and then they're going to drown your people and other people. That's the that's the goal, right? The goal is to bring is to bring us into that fight. That's why they are videotaping and putting yep, this shit yep, online. That's it's exactly it. Specifically meant to needle they're and harass and goad us into us, action. Yep. And we're going to fall into it with these fucking dipshits. Right? Listen to that. That's outrageous. Hate, hate, hate. I don't even think Bernie could get that many people screaming if he said free health care. Right? You I know, know right? Isn't that, isn't that crazy? If you were to say, you know, Bernie's, Bernie's lines are, you know, health care for everybody, wealth equality, uh, educational uh, opportunities across the board for everybody, right? Those, that's what he's selling. And people are just like, yes, that's a very fine idea. Very fine idea. This fucking guy stands up and is like, we need to torture people more than we're currently torturing people. Woo! Thumb screws for everybody. Yeah. And, and people, people are fucking yeah. slapping their dicks sure. on their fucking yeah. knees. Standing ovation. No pollster told me that. That's right. Your pollsters instead told you it was a horrible idea to mention it again. They're hiding. They're hiding no, their hands. No, I don't think so, man. Oh. This guy's been go flipping the script on everybody up till now, and he is ruling it, man. Every single place he goes, these people love him. He's got, you pointed this out to me earlier, I didn't even know, he's got fucking Republican speech hitmen out there fucking trying to discredit him in any way that they possibly can now, because they're so terrified that he's going to be the front runner and they're all going to have to, you know, somehow try to get him elected. They don't want to do it. Like, th this guy is flipping the script on the entire Republican Party. You know, when they say, hey, be quiet about that stuff. Don't mention this or don't mention it. He doesn't care. He's like, whatever. I'll mention whatever I want. I'll fu I fucking do what I want. <laughs> and he does what he wants. And everybody in the crowd just fucking falls all over themselves. I know. I know. He's really... Uh, Trump is genuinely upsetting to listen to. Yeah. Though, because nothing... You know, it's it's just a bunch of it's a it's a bunch of uh, applause lines. Yeah, it's a bunch of that's all lines. it is. Yeah. It's a bunch of shit that kind of maybe sort of on a fucking crazy day would sound good if you weren't paying attention to it. But no, this is the guy who is going to be the president of the country. Potentially, he needs to have nuance and consideration. He should not be a fucking blowhard. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. This is from Right Wing Watch as well. Um, Mama. What were you doing when our America, when our America fell to tyranny? How high is the water, mama? <laughs> so this is uh, right-wing radio host and commentator Gina Loudon. Now, she was also speaking at CPAC on Saturday, um, and she's just a fucking, she's a kook. Another great thing that Phyllis Schlafly did as my mentor was introduce me to a woman named, named Kitty Worthman. And Kitty Worthman... She treated me like a young girl. <laughs> she brought me she, into womanhood. <laughs> she, when it was raining out and my pert breasts were <laughs> pressing up against my wet chemise. We she, call that a Worthman original. Suddenly <laughs> 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 like, so got all fucking Lady Chatterley's lover up in here. <laughs> Does anybody else know who I'm talking about? Yeah, like four people. <laughs> yeah, like, nobody in the crowd claps. They're just like, oh. Yay! Yay! I, I should know. clap, right? I should be no, clapping. No. The crowd says clap. Yeah, she she never made the you know the big time. We never heard a whole lot about her. But when I talked to Kitty, I interviewed her. She said meow. She rolled over and purred. 
She's an actual cat. I talked I, to my cat. I, I actually had one of those fishing toys and we talked for <laughs> hours and hours and hours. You know, I got some of my best advice from Mr. Whiskers too. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. One time and uh, she told me how many of the things that Obama was doing looked exactly like the things that she saw happen in her native home of Austria when the Holocaust happened. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> yeah, just, just the Holocaust. What, what did she say? What did she say? Oh, you know what it looks like? A lot like Vienna, right? During the Holocaust. There's people breathing air. Uh, there's, uh, you know, men and women getting married. Like, yeah, what, right. what, what, like is what is it? What is it that he's doing that's, that fucking, that harkens back to the Holocaust? Is he tattooing Jews with serial numbers? <laughs> is he gassing hundreds of people at a time? Is, does he have burial crews pushing bulldozers full of bodies into fucking ravines and covering them up? What the fuck is he doing that is Holocaust-esque? What the fuck is Obama doing? And then why haven't I seen it? I don't, I, you know, it's so funny because I, to get here, I had to, I have to drive about 35 miles every day to get to sure. the studio, right? Yeah. And there's so, piles of dead Jews I, right? along the highway. And it just stinks of burning human hair the whole way. I, I, oh. Obama's just like that. It's just like my native Austria. Nobody who survived the Holocaust could possibly look outside that window right now and say this looks anything like Austria during the Holocaust. Nobody with a shred of fucking honesty or decency in their body sure. who lived through that could possibly be like, oh, look at those fucking people beating Jews in the street with sure. truncheons. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't yeah. happen. Yeah. When I got, I, I actually was on the bus today and they pulled off three Jews and they shot one right. and sent the other two running to go back to the fucking, to the ghetto to tell them they're coming yeah. next. Remember when they just confiscated private property? No? I, I, no? Remember when I lost 50 pounds and learned to play the piano? <laughs> After I met Kitty, I had nightmares, and I wrote about it in our book. I wrote about it in my dream journal. My <laughs> dream catcher didn't catch my nightmares. Stupid dream catcher, that's your job! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> the cats love the dream catcher, though, because it's like all feathers, and they Kitty's just want to, Kitty can't, Kitty can't keep her paws off of it. Every oh, night God. I would go to sleep, and I would picture myself in a, in a gulag, across from one of my children with them asking me, Mama, what were you doing when our country fell to tyranny? Let me tell you something, my friends. Every moment, every step, every interview, every book I've written, everything I've done from the day I met Kitty Worthman has been so that I can answer that question. Should it ever arise 20 years from now and my child sits across from me in a gulag and asks me, Mama, what were you doing when our America fell to tyranny? And I could look at him and say, well, I gave a speech once. Right, yeah, right. I mean, one time I wrote a book. So, I mean. I thought the yeah. and then we threw the book at sure. the tyrannists. Yeah, and then um, there was no tyranny, so it kind of didn't fall. And also, this isn't a gulag. This is the old folks' home you're visiting me at. <laughs> so, I don't really know. Like, you're fucking, like, seriously, we're talking about. 20 years from now, they're going to, Obama's going to put you in a gulag. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's the long game. 20 dude. years from now. What is he going to be in 20 years? Like he hasn't reached his final form yet. <laughs> if I've learned what is anything. he going to be Mecca Godzilla? Like what the fuck is Obama going to turn into <laughs> after the presidency? Admittedly <laughs> the most powerful post in the entire world. Where the fuck do you step up from that? 
Well, uh, Voltron? Voltron, exactly, (laughs) exactly. I can promise you this. Everyone sitting in this room, you're going to have an answer. Yeah. And your answer is also going to be a bunch of fucking made up dreamy nonsense. Yeah, first off, it's not going to happen. But second, your answer would be one time I went to a conference. Right. Well, I showed up. Great. They had coffee at about 11. This one time I cheered for a speaker really loud. And that's why that, you know, and if only the Jews had done that. I know. If only the Jews had really gotten behind one of their speakers. (laughs) If only there had been masses of people watching someone speak I know. and cheering loudly <laughs> with great fervor that none of this would have none of the Nazis the Nazis would have never gotten they'd Nazi have, they'd have been yeah. like, right? <laughs> fine we just got an amazing amount of people pledging on Patreon awesome. thank you so much we're going to record the special patron only Pastor James David Manning spectacular this upcoming Sunday, we hope. And it should post, I think, later that day, if not the following day. Uh, and it'll post on Patreon, and we'll also post a link to it on Google Drives for the people. Um, but we want to thank everybody. I mean, this is this is how we're going to thank you guys for, for doing this. We really do appreciate everybody. You know, the studio costs money. We're wind up spending some money to make sure that the studio is a studio that we can use and it's util- that we can utilize. And we really do appreciate all the patrons. Um, you're the ones that make this show work, especially after all the hardships we've been through lately. So we want to thank you for that. Um, we're going we're gonna to read off all of the new patrons um, that just subscribed this week. It's just been a ton of people. So we're starting off with Andrew La- Lassie, I guess. There's a there's an the, the, your last name starts with an O with a slash through it. <laughs> I have no idea how to pronounce that. I don't even have that key on my I keyboard. Know. Gosh, Joseph, Karen, Christine, Jeff, George, Luke, Travis, Nora, Mike, Ben, Benjamin, Ben and Benjamin, Ben and Benjamin, right back to back. Mm, how formal, right, right. Uh, Dana. Kirsten, Krista, Doug, Melissa, Timothy, Aaron, Rebecca, Christian with an extra A. <laughs> this one is one of my favorites. The band next door. That's great. <laughs> Not anymore, motherfucker. Fuck you guys. Not anymore. You can have that space. Band next door. <laughs> Joseph, Michael, Dildo shackings. <laughs> I thought that was great. I laughed out loud. I was at work. I was I, I was at Dildo work when that came shaggins. over. I laughed you. out loud. Dildo shaggins. What have we become? And Julia, drunk and disorderly, and Anthony. Thank you all so, so very great. much. I mean, it's been such an amazing amount of people who love the show, who want to donate to it. Thank you guys so much for that. We really do appreciate it. You're going to make our trip to Europe this year possible. And, uh, and we can't thank you enough. And beyond just the trip to Europe, we have some big things planned as far as our donations for this year. Yeah. Um, as far as our pizzas that we're going to order this year. <laughs> the, I mean, just some really big things in the work. I yeah. am going to get blackout drunk. <laughs> thank you, guys. You're so going to get. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to admit to being fair. That's fair. Blackout drunk. All right, so we got a <laughs> we got a bunch of messages about death metal xylophone, but we're going to start with uh, with uh, Jeremiah's. Jeremiah sent this in. Um, this is death metal xylophone, uh, Jeremiah style. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I suddenly feel like I need a fruity drink. That's awesome. Isn't that great? That's I don't know I don't know whether to headbang or get some like a coconut rum drink. Or like spin a bottle. Right. You know? <laughs> like flip like juggle <laughs> bottles. Glory hole. That's awesome. I think that's I think that's, that's just that's, great. Okay, yeah, that's good. What a job. I'm gonna use that from now on. We got a great image. This is from Jonathan. Jonathan made a uh, an image. It's a Ben and Jerry's Tom and Cecil's Glory Hole, the Lord Sherbert for us. It's hilarious. We're gonna post it on this week's show notes. This is episode uh, two eighty two. We got a message from Ryan, and Ryan says, I found a mistake that was worth writing in about. You guys displayed your biblical ignorance at 4650 on episode 280. Courtyard doesn't put Bibles in hotel rooms. The Marriott family is Mormon, so they put the Book of Mormon in each hotel room. <laughs> I think that's funny, because I've stayed in a million Marriott's I've never in my life. noticed. That's, I've never looked awesome. either. I got to look next time. Uh, we got a message uh, from Janine, and Janine says, Did you notice that the douchebag Phil Robertson did not say that men should not commit adultery? He basically said, Don't get caught. <laughs> <laughs> also, excellent advice. <laughs> yeah. She says, I want to shove a duck call, duck call whistles into every one of that dipshit's face and body holes. <laughs> he gets plugged up. He gets, he gets plugged up duck tight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to play part of this. This is from this is from Bart, and Bart sent us this fucking banjo slide whistle death metal technical death metal band or I something. I kind of like this. This is terrible music. I thought it was kind of fun. All right, so I'm gonna play it. Mm. <laughs> it's fun, man. Yeah, it's like Tweety Birds in there. I like it! Yeah! Go, Tweety! Fuck that shit up, Tweety Bird! That's like that's awesome. That's like the worst music you've ever heard wrapped in the worst music <laughs> you've ever heard. Thanks, Bart. We got a, a, a funny image. We're going to put this image at two, uh, 282 as well. Um, this is from Brandon, and Brandon said, I believe I found where long black cocks come from, and it's safe for work. So, it is, right? Yeah, yeah, so work. click on that. We got a video from a bunch of people um, this one in particular is from Daniel, but we got a bunch of people who sent this in. Ted, Ted Cruz's bad lip reading. I laughed out loud during this bad lip reading four or five times. It's very funny. These bad lip readings are sometimes just tedious as fuck. Yeah, they're right? boring. Yeah. Some of them are just absolutely tedious as fuck. I thought this was great. Everybody should watch this. It's very funny. Tom, we, we got to do our shout out for Richard. We do. Uh, so Richard asked us to shout out uh, for his girlfriend. But then he didn't tell us what his girlfriend's no, name a, was. No, he didn't say because. And then he did tell us did what he? his girlfriend's name was in the most recent email. Did he? And it's Shakira. Shakira. So, yeah, it's at, that's what it says right here. Her name is, and then he tells me how to pronounce it, but I'm ignoring that. Well, that and well, I believe that it's her hips don't lie. So. <laughs> there we go. No, it's uh, Zai. Zaida. Nice job. I feel like I fucking you, nailed there's that. There's no T, but that's fine. Zaida. No, it's Zahira. But look, at it's got the, how do you pronounce it? The D-A's since Spanish R's. Oh, you yeah. could do a D. Zai- Zahida? Zaida. That's not right. It's spelled Zahira. There's no way I that's I decided correct. that's Shakira. Shakira. And it's pronounced I think it's Zaida. better Shakira. Yeah. Tell her so, to change her name, Richard. Just, It'll just be easier. I would, I'll tell you what. Sometimes if you just yell out Shakira, <laughs> maybe that works for you. <laughs> you know, maybe it works for her. I don't know. I just yell out Shaka Khan all the time. So. <laughs> 
So we got a message from Robin, Tom, and this is uh, about your favorite place. Fucking hate it. Houston. I actually almost had to go to Houston in March, and the meeting got moved to a fucking conference call, and I I haven't been that hard since I was 15. (laughs) I was so fucking excited. I I had to push two inches away from my desk. It was amazing. Years ago, I lived on the ground floor of a crappy apartment complex in Houston, also known as every apartment complex in Houston. And back in the backside of my apartment, butted up against the complex's dumpsters. I don't know how you could tell that apart from the other fucking yeah, apartment complexes. That, yeah, right? they call those planters right? in Houston. <laughs> they call those fucking living rooms. While the dumpsters reeked year round, they were right. extra special in summer due to our balmy 100 degree heat and 100% humidity. But that's not the best part. In the apartment next to mine lived a creepy middle-aged dude. Also who, known as every man in Houston. Houston. <laughs> a Houstonian. <laughs> who reminded me of Buffalo Bill from Silence of That's the Lambs. That's fair. That's fair. One summer, Buffalo Bill died of a heart attack in his apartment and laid there rotting in the sweltering Houston heat for three weeks before anyone noticed he was missing. This is how bad Houston's aroma is. I am so used to the stench (laughs) that the smell of roasting garbage mixed with the odor of decomposing corpse doesn't phase me one bit. And I stayed in that apartment another year. Yeah. You know how musicians sometimes blow their hearing out and their stereo stereo go away? Like eventually, like you're a garbage man and you're just like, nah, it smells like roses. I can't tell. Yeah, Yeah, no. But then the the garbage men fly to Houston like, what stinks? (laughs) 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 Uh, Tom, we got a suggestion from Miles about new merchandise. Yeah, I thought this was great. Uh, Baphomats. Baphomats. Yeah, I think a, that's great. We should, we should design a Baphomat. And by we, we mean you. you. Listeners. Here's a, <laughs> outsourcing, motherfucker. Uh, Outsource that uh, shit. That's awesome. Here's the thing. If we make it a contest, we don't have to do the work, and we still look like heroes. That's amazing, Tom. <laughs> I love how you do this. Management, bitch. <laughs> We also got another image. This image will also be on 282. Someone uh, depicted Tom as the Quiznos demon Uh, eating the tiniest, saddest sandwich I've ever seen Tom eat. Tom's sandwiches, if they're smaller than his head, it's it's sad. It's just a sad sandwich. I didn't actually notice the sandwich at all because that can't even be called a sandwich. (laughs) That is the sandwich my sandwich eats. (laughs) We got a message from Nate, and Nate says, Tom mentioned last episode that when people talk about slavery, they always imagine themselves as the master and not the slave. Well, I'm going to tell you right now that I always imagine myself as a slave. (laughs) You're going for it, Nate. Good for you, buddy. You're a dirty boy, Nate. Go for it. We got a message from Mark, and Mark sent in this message, and and Mark misspelled bias. (laughs) BIOS. And the best part is, is it it's it's like it's like when you start your computer up and you need to access the BIOS. I know, right? <laughs> so anyway, uh, you know, we're not going to tease you about misspelling something, but um, but he mentions he says, um, I love how you say the comments. You guys say you have a democratic bias uh, and lots of opinions on military spending. I wonder if you've ever looked at what uh, the employee numbers are for the top employers of the U.S. The top defense, uh, the the top employer is the U.S. Defense Department. People got to work. And, uh, and I got to say, you know, that's an interesting point. 
Uh, they clearly can't do any other jobs than the defense, right? We, we're spending all this money on defense. We can't we can't cut some from there and make public work projects to employ other people. Maybe you know cut some money from there and invest it into uh, into clean energy and start hiring people from the military because those military jobs don't exist anymore. Maybe we could fast track military personnel into other other professions and jobs that we're funneling money into. The suggestion isn't that we don't spend the money. Yeah. The suggestion is that we spend that money on stuff other than killing people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, right. There are, there are still jobs in the not killing people fields. Yes. Right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> we got a call. This is great. This is excellent. This is, uh, this is from, this is from Cy and Cy sent this in. This is a call to, uh, to prayer with a, a Manning remix in the middle. It is amazing. It's a well done. I would love faggots and direct them. Queer and direct them. Bulldaggers and direct them. Lesbos. Bulldaggers and direct them. Queer and direct them. And the semen in the. That is fucking spectacular. I can't. I mean, I, I didn't want to play us laughing through it because it's hilarious. And we don't want you to miss any yeah. portion of it. It's just so well done. Thank you. So we talked about how we're going to do the Pastor Manning episode possibly this Sunday. We are also, during that episode, we got graciously offered by Adam Reeks of the Herd Mentality Podcast, an excellent podcast. If you've never heard of it, check it out. Um, Adam's been on our podcast several times. He's only had us on once. But um, <laughs> but uh, in any case, uh, Adam, is uh, he has uh, graciously suggested that we use some of his absolutely hilarious uh, pieces of tape that he's created with him interviewing Pastor Manning. He's got three excellent pieces, and we're going to play them in our episode for you guys, so you'll get a chance to hear him. He offered them up, and we just want to thank Adam publicly for that. It's very he does nice such a good job. And with he's, he's excellent yeah, he's with it. Very he's good very good with it. This is a funny clip that, uh, that Asriel sent in. I'm going to play it for you now. You see, the internet was a blessing from the Lord Jesus Amazing. I love it. Thank it's you. Just amazing. That's awesome. Thank you. Uh, Tom, Danielle sent in a funny story from a men's changing room. Yeah, so we had talked about men's changing rooms and how fucking filthy they are in our last episode. Um, and you have to actually change the baby in the trough. That's what? where you, that's the right, only just, place to put the baby. Yeah. yeah. You may as well just shit on the baby in the men's room half the time. <laughs> no, you shit and then you wipe your ass with the baby. That's how it works. They fit right in there. So he says, I used to work as a server at Ryan's buffet in Hillbillyville, Georgia. That unfortunately also had changing tables in both the men's and the family restrooms. Thank God, because at another restaurant I've worked at, I watched a woman change her baby on the table because the restrooms were full. Anyway, someone correctly thought it was funny to write Please blood sacrifice here on the changing table in the men's room with permanent marker. Well, that shit doesn't come off with soap or bleach, and you shouldn't sand a plastic surface where baby shit will definitely come into contact for san sanitary reasons. So we let it go. You would not believe how many people complained about that Casilli graffiti. Every day, people refused to return until we replaced the changing table. Refused to return. What the <laughs> fuck? They wouldn't even use it. What on earth were they afraid of? Did they think that a fucking vortex would appear and suck their baby into oblivion to be a blood sacrifice 
for Satan just because some kid wrote it yes. in marker? Yes. Don't they know it won't work unless you use actual baby blood to write the words? I thought this email was delightful. This made me Thank laugh out so loud much. when I read it. Thank Very you so funny. much, Danielle. Hilarious. All right, so this is going to wrap it up for this week. We are going to be back next week. Now, our public our publication schedule may shift a little bit. We're going to be getting our studio ready, and then I am traveling. Oh God, I am traveling to Mississippi. Ah, on ain't so, bro. Purpose. Oh God, <laughs> not because I'm exiled there. Ugh. Not because of any other reason. On purpose. There's almost no chance. So I'm traveling back. down there for about four or five days, and when I come back, uh, we'll be recording again. So there may there won't be an interruption in our regular schedule, but there almost certainly will be an interruption in the two times a week schedule that we've been doing recently. Um, but we're gonna now that we have a studio, and and I think a lot of our travel plans are gonna be taken care of very, relatively soon. It's gonna be uh, smooth sailing from this point on for the rest of the summer, and God. we should be we should be able to do the the schedule that we that we want to do. I just Mississippi, man. I know, dude. Mississippi. Know. Don't have to tell me. Well, that. I just do. You have to pack your own burning cross when I you're on your way. I, I actually can't wait to try to understand the people down there. Do you have to bring a fucking babble fish to yeah, translate that to, shit? I, I have I have an app on my phone. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's 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 hillbilly to English. Does it have toothless on and there? I actually, I do a pretty good hillbilly. You do. Uh, so I may be you able will to be well understood. I think I'll be okay down there. You got to so. look up Bobby C. I know he's not from Mississippi, but no, all the South is one. No. Going to Mississippi, though. That'll family. be exciting. So, um, yeah. And I... I'm going to be in a place called Hattiesburg, I think is what oh it's called. I, I know, I know, oh I know, God. I know. I'm going to be staying oh on a plantation, God. I think. Are you I don't kidding? know. You're going to work on the plantation. I don't know. I don't know. But in any case, I'm going to be in Hattiesburg for about four days. And then, um, Jesus Christ. And then if I don't die, I'll be back. <laughs> but until then. In, uh, in other news, yeah. does anybody know how to work this equipment? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to leave you like we always do with... You got a pretty mouth. <laughs> Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council. <laughs>